0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Thursday the 18th of November or the 14th of Kislev. Today in history, according to tradition, it's the birth of Reuben, Genesis 29, 32. Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. This week the parasha is called Vayishlach, and that means he sent. And a portion from the Torah is Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 34, verse 1 through chapter 35 and verse 11. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And now the portion from the Torah. Now Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. Shrem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her. He took her, lay with her, and violated her. His soul joined to Dina, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the young lady, and spoke kindly to the young lady. So Shrem spoke to his father Hamor, saying, Get me this young lady as a wife. Now Yaakov heard that he had defiled Dina, his daughter, and his sons were with his livestock in the field. Yaakov held his peace until they came. Hamor, the father of Shem, went out to Yaakov to talk with him. The sons of Yaakov came in from the field when they heard it. The men were grieved and they were very angry because he had done folly in Israel in lying with Yaakov's daughter, a thing ought not to be done. Hamor talked with them, saying, The soul of my son, Shem, longs for your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. Make marriages with us, give your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. You shall dwell with us, and the land will be before you. Live and Live and trade in it, and get possessions in it. Shem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and whatever you will tell me I will give. Ask me a great amount for a dowry, and I will give whatever you ask of me, but give me the young lady as a wife. The sons of Yaakov answered Shem and Hamor his father with deceit when they spoke, because he had defiled Dina their sister, and said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, for that is a reproach to us. Only on this condition will we consent to you. If you will be as we are, that every male of you be circumcised, then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if you will not listen to us, and be circumcised, then we will take our sister, and we will be gone. Now their words pleased Hamor and Shem, Hamor's son, and the young man did not wait to do this thing, because he had delight in Yaakov's daughter, and he was honored above all the house of his father. Hamor and Shem, his son, came to the gate of the city, and talked with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceful with us, therefore let them live in the land and trade in it. For behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men consent to us to live with us. To become one people, if every male among us is circumcised, as they are circumcised. Will not their livestock and their possessions and all their animals be ours? Only let us give our consent to them, and they would dwell with us. All who went out of the gate of his city listened to Hamor and to Shem his son, and every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of the city. On the third day, when they were sore, two of Yaakov's sons, Shimon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, Each took his sword and came upon the unsuspecting city and killed all the males. They killed Hamor and Shrem his son with the edge of the sword and took Dina out of Shrem's house and went away. Yaakov's sons came on the dead and plundered the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks, their herds, their donkeys, that which was in the city, that which was in the field, and all their wealth They took captive all their little ones and their wives and took as plunder everything that was in the house. Yaakov said to Shimon and Levi, You have troubled me to make me odious to the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I am few in number. They will gather themselves together against me and strike me, and I will be destroyed, I and my house. But they said, should he deal with our sister as a prostitute? God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and live there. Make there an altar to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau your brother. Then Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you, purify yourselves, change your garments, Let us arise and go up to Bethel. I will make there an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me on the way which I went. They gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. They traveled, and a terror of God was on the cities that were around them. And they did not pursue the sons of Yaakov. So Yaakov came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. He built an altar there and called the place El Bethel, because there God was revealed to him, when he fled from the face of his brother. Dvora, Rivka's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel, under the oak. And its name was called Alon Bakut. God appeared to Yaakov again when he came from Paddan Aram and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Yaakov. Your name shall not be Yaakov anymore, but your name will be Israel. So he called his name Israel. God said to him, I am El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations will be from you, and kings will come out of your body. That was Genesis or Belshitt, thirty-four one through thirty-five eleven. Now our portion from the prophets is First Samuel or First Shmuel, chapter three. The child Shmuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There were not many visions then. At that time when Eli was laid down in his place, now his eyes had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, and the lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Shmuel had laid down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Shmuel, and he said, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. He went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Shmuel. So Shmuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call, my son, lie down again. Now Shmuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. The Lord called Shmuel again for the third time. He arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said to Shmuel, Go, lie down. It shall be, if he calls you, that you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Shmuel went and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Shmoel, Shmoel. And Shmuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. The Lord said to Shmuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel at which both the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. On that day I will carry out against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house, from the beginning even to the end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knew, because his sons brought a curse on themselves, and he did not restrain them. Therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be removed with sacrifice or offering forever. So Shmuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord and Shmuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Shmuel and said, Shmuel my son, he said, here I am. He said, what is the thing that he has spoken to you? Please do not hide it from me. God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he has spoken to you. Shmuel told him every bit and hid nothing from him. He said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. Shmuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. All Israel from Dan even to 'er Beersheba knew that Shmuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Shmuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. That was the portion of the prophets, First Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 3. Now we have come to our portion of the Psalms, and that is today... Psalm 45. Or Telim is the Hebrew word for psalm. Number 45. For the chief musician, set to the lilies, a mashkil by the sons of Korah, a wedding song. My heart overflows with a noble theme. I recite my verses for the king. My tongue is like the pen of a skillful writer. You are the most excellent of the sons of men. Grace has anointed your lips. Therefore God has blessed you forever. Strap your sword on your thigh, mighty one, your splendor and your majesty. In your majesty ride on victoriously on behalf of truth, humility and righteousness. Let your right hand display awesome deeds. Your arrows are sharp, the nations fall under you, with arrows in the heart of the king's enemies. Your throne, God, is forever and ever. A scepter of equity is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments smell like myrrh, Alois and Cassia. Out of ivory palaces stringed instruments make you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women. At your right hand the queen stands in gold of Ophir. Listen, daughter, consider and turn your ear. Forget your own people and also your father's house. So the king will desire your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. The daughter of Tyre comes with a gift, the rich among the people entreat your favor. The princess inside is all-glorious, her clothing is interwoven with gold. She shall be led to the king in embroidered work. The virgins, her companions who follow her, shall be brought to you with gladness and rejoicing. They shall be led. They shall enter into the king's palace. Your sons will take the place of your fathers. You shall make them princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore the peoples shall give you thanks forever and ever. That was Psalm 45. And now our final portion for today, which is from the Apostolic Writings and it is Mark chapter 4 verses 21 through 41 And he said to them, Is the lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not put on a stand? For there is nothing hidden except that it should be made known neither was anything made secret but that it should come to light If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you, and more will be given to you who hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he who does not have, even that which he has, will be taken away from him. And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should cast seed on the earth and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring up and grow though he does not know how for the earth bears fruit first the blade, then the ear then the full grain in the ear but when the fruit is ripe immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And he said, How will we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we illustrate it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, though it is less than all the seeds that are on the earth, yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs, and puts out great branches, so that the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. Without a parable he did not speak to them, but privately to his own disciples he explained everything. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the multitude, they took him with them, even as he was in the boat. Other small boats were also with him. A big windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so much that the boat was already filled. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and told him, Rabbi, do you not care that we are dying? And he awoke and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still, And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They were greatly afraid and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? That was Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 41. That concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read 1 Corinthians chapter 5 today. So this is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Yerushalayim. I apologize that we have the old music today. There is um, big trouble in my computer and the other recording equipment. So, sorry. And for you who haven't heard it before, this is what we used um, before the new music we have. Hopefully we'll have the right music tomorrow. Well, bless you. Have a great day. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.